As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Hear that podcast growling, mean and angry. Hear that vocal shouting. It's Dainer and Jay. It's Dainer and Jay. Right, well, friend of the latest edition, you hear that podcast growling. Paul Dainer Jr. and Jay Morrison of The Athletic are here with you on. The walkout in Baltimore as the Bengals lose on a walk-off field goal by Justin Tucker, 19-17. to Stop me if you've heard this before, Jay. <laughs> Bengals fall behind by double digits, climb their way back, get into a dramatic final drive, and give it up. For a field goal to walk it off at the end. That is exactly how all three of their losses have gone this year to Pittsburgh, to Dallas, and now to Baltimore as they move to two and three on the year and 0 and two in the division. We're, we're seeing a trend. We're seeing a formula. And we're seeing how you know that the Bengals might be putting themselves in a tough spot at this point. Yeah, and the difference in this one, the other ones, they, they climbed back and erased the deficit and never took the lead. Tonight, they had the lead, and they couldn't hold it. And you don't want to put it too much on the defense not being able to hold it. It's, it's just one of those things. When you've got Lamar Jackson out there, he, he's going to find ways to make plays late. I thought they did a great job against him. There was were, there were so much to like about tonight, and there was a lot that I think is going to have people pulling their hair out. Because it feels like a game you should have won. Yeah. I mean, you you moved the ball consistently. You got the run game going. Mm-hmm. You know, Hayden Hurst was making nice plays. The defense holds Lamar Jackson to one touchdown. And here you are talking about the same stuff. 
clunky, inconsistent offense that can't that can't put a whole game together, and then short yardage ends up costing you inability to cash in near the goal line. Questioning of play calling will continue, and we end up back in this same funnel of what is kind of defining characteristics of this Bengals team right now. One that you feel like has enough talent that should be winning these types of games and is playing at a level that feels like they should be winning this game. And still you end up here now losing and everybody celebrating here as Justin Tucker kicks one through the uprights. Yeah. It's just losing T hurt this offense. You mentioned it. They got the run game going. That's the one thing that they've really, really been looking for. Yeah, they they want more explosion in the offense, but they they found that a little bit the last couple weeks. The the run game is what has been completely missing, and they got that going. And then at the ideal spot to kind of use that and ride that momentum, they go with a trick play. Um, and then they try, uh, I don't know what you would call a shovel pass on fourth. It's not a trick play, but it's, it's not an ideal play call in that situation. Um, and, and just ironic that a week ago it was, it was Harbaugh's decision to go for it on fourth and down and that on fourth and down late that, that cost them the chance. And that's, that's ultimately it. I don't know if you can say that's what cost them, but they sure could have used three points there or a touchdown if they just slam it into Mixon. Yeah, I mean, the Ravens took the points this week yeah. uh, instead of going for it, and end up that ends up being a big part of it being the difference in the end of the game, and the Bengals didn't. I, I, let's let's talk through these, this goal. I mean, you, you, had, you had a game where they basically had two possessions in the second half. They had one possession that was one play that was an interception that Joe Burrow – the worst decision we've seen him make – since the opener. Yeah. I mean, he just throws it right to Patrick Queen with a check down wide open, Joe Mixon right in front of him, and it probably would have gone for fi- at least 15 yards if he breaks a tackle more. Um, and instead, doesn't he said after the game he didn't see Queen at all mm-hmm. and just threw it and obviously ends up going right to him and he gets him. Um, so that is one play. And after that, they had two drives. The rest of the, the rest of the whole second half, you had a fifteen play drive and then a thirteen play drive, uh, and you end up getting the touchdown on the last one. But you get zero points out of fifteen plays, eight minutes, seventy three yards, and because you end up first in goal from the two, you know this was like it was was Pittsburgh all over again, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're down there at the one yard line and you can't shove it. And the difference is, like you said. You're actually running the ball well yeah. on this night. And they talk about, oh, well, they're in fronts that you just tough to run against. I mean, I feel like we've heard this on repeat. Apparently, everyone is impossible to just run up <laughs> the gut against. But you have four plays. The first play, they try to run a rub route to Hurst. He gets held on his arm a little bit and it throws off the play. He's mad about it and complains to the officials and doesn't. Um, they didn't get a call on that. And on second down, it's time to run the Philly special. Why not? Why not? From the two. They try to run the Philly special to Tyler Boyd, and he gets smacked and tossed down for a 12-yard loss. It wasn't open. None of it was there. And you think it's frustrating when a team has – Goal to go from the two, and they go in the shotgun when they run it. How about when you go on an end around Philly special? And it's 
we've heard these calls of, oh, the Bengals offense isn't creative and they're not trying to do unique things. And, and I don't know, like, I don't necessarily have believed that. I don't necessarily, I think they've done plenty of creative things and done things. I mean, if this is the third straight game, they had somebody other than Burrow try to throw a pass. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it's just some of the execution and the timing and of all of it. And it looks terrible when you get hit for a 12 yard loss. And if it works, maybe people are praising them. I, you know, who knows? But the Philly special is no longer a trick play that teams aren't ready for. Right. And that's the problem. And that one took forever to develop. And even if, or, or even if Boyd doesn't get smacked down, I can't remember who it was, but one of the, the Ravens defenders was leaking out with Burrow. It wasn't like Burrow was going to have a wide open yeah. uh, reception from Boyd. It just it was doomed from the start. It, it like I said, it took took way too long to develop. I think everybody, it's not so special anymore because we've seen so many people run it. Um, yeah, it just they it was an ill advised call at that time. Yeah, you want to catch a team off guard, especially a team like the Ravens that over-pursues like they do. But, I mean, it just going back to what we said, it, Mick, yes, they might have a front in there that's hard to run the ball against. But if you slam Joe Mixon in there three times in a row, what are the odds he's not going to get those two yards? I mean, ask about last week. Yeah. I mean, that's just it. Is they've, they've had problems there. So, clearly, they're trying to come up with a solution. But they end up not running it a single time because you lose all those yards. You throw a ball to Chase, and he ends up right back where they started on the two-yard line. And now you're stuck with a decision of fourth and goal. Again, I think that's the – I think going for it there, I don't have a problem with going for it at all. I think that's the the right play. Um, You know, a chance to get seven, put you up by more than a field goal – you know, if not, you have them buried deep in their own end zone. Your defense has been playing well, you know. But now you're going to trot out the Stanley Morgan shovel pass. Yeah. Again, another play that's not new. Teams have been using this. We've been commenting about how it seems like the shovel pass has a – there's an epidemic of the shovel pass in the mm-hmm. league right now this year because teams are seeing that for whatever reason to use it. Talked to Stanley after the game, and he said it's a new play. I mean, for him at least. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they've run the shovel pass, but for it to go to him is a new play that they'd worked this week. And Zach Taylor said they liked that in that spot because of some things they'd seen on tape. That's what he said is we saw things on tape that thought that that play would work. It is not even close to work. It's a total disaster. It's a total disaster. You know who else watches tape? The Ravens. And the Bengals ran that shovel pass two weeks ago against the Jets, and it worked. But then Cordell Volson gets called for holding, so Tyler Boyd's touchdown gets overturned. I just it that that I that did not that was not a good play call there. It, it's 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 just like you said, it's like the Philly special. It's a, it's a a play that that people know is coming. It was interesting what Zach said that the two is where they felt comfortable going for it. Had, had that third down pass to Chase. Had he got tackled at the three, they, they kicked the field goal there and they take the points. But he said that the two-yard line and in, they that's where they felt comfortable going for it. And it just, it, it never had a shot. Lael Collins went went and blocked the wrong guy. And we saw Zach Taylor on the cameras caught him chasing Lael down and having some words with him. Zach kind of said, we have a great relationship. And that was just a conversation. He, he didn't want to talk much about that. But it, it's just a 
in, in that high leverage of a situation, it just makes sense to, to, to run your bread and butter. Don't that's not a spot to get cute. Uh, talked to Collins a little bit after the game, and, and he said, you know, I was just telling him I'm good, I'm good, and he didn't really. He said he said he didn't know when he was asked what Zach's message was to him, aka I don't want to talk about you know what we were talking about. That's it's none your business, right? Uh, was kind of his answer on that. Um, but you know, I and there was no. At least not outwardly in the people that we did talk to, there was no questioning of play calling or whatever. There was a lot of, you know, they certainly like the offense obviously liked the decision to go for it down there without no doubt about that. Um, and, you know, they, they love that aggressiveness. And again, I don't, I don't really have, you know, too much of a problem with that. It's just, it's just the execution and the play calls end up costing you. And that's what we'll end up talking about with this game. It ends up being such a big part of the story of this game. When you have two real possessions and you're trying to come back, you have that long of a drive and you get nothing for it. It's just, it's, 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 it ends up being tough to overcome that. And it, but those are never only about faith in your offense scoring. That, that comes down to faith in your defense too, because you're thinking even if you don't score, you've got the Ravens pinned at their own two. And the Bengals defense had been doing such a great job. After the Ravens took that 10 to nothing lead, they really, really struggled to move the ball. And they did. They came off of the goal line there. And that's when they, they really got that offense going again. And it's just, it's one of those things where Lamar Jackson is too, you're not going to shut him down for an entire game and hit, hit Andrews on some plays. And they just, they made the plays when they had to and, and get the field goal at the end. All right, let's take a second and switch gears here and hear from a sponsor. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, you know the Bengals. The, the the kind of the epilogue of the f- of the goal line failure is they learned their lesson when they came back for what was the go ahead touchdown yeah. uh, with two minutes left. They got down to the five and they ran Joe Mixon up the gut and they shoved a QB sneak down in there for six. Mm-hmm. And it, it's you know you can learn those lessons. Good that you learned that lesson, but boy, you just see what you should have done. You know, you say, I mean, it's just don't get so – why do teams have to get so cute? Why are you getting so cute down there? It's okay to just grind it. And I understand that they've had issues with it. And, you know, the Philly special losing 12. We need a new name for that. <laughs> and I don't recall on that one. So you send us send us your ideas for what the new name for that particular Philly special should be. Uh, but – you know, whatever, whatever it is, you know, it kills you. But, you know, from the beginning, how are you not taking one 
shot at trying to push Mixon up in there, some kind of a run play, um, because it's not like it had been in previous weeks. You were getting push. You were getting movement. Yeah. But again, it says what? They have very little faith in that line to, to win when everybody knows what's happening. When the building knows that you want to run it, they clearly did not have enough faith in their offensive line to make it happen. Um, and that's something they're going to have to live with. And because this is, you know, this will end up being a swing game, but we, there's no way you don't look back at these games at the end of the year and say, geez, how many do you let yourself miss right. until they catch up on you? Well, and it's pretty damning for them not to have faith in the offensive line there. I see – you can see it in a game where they're banging their head against the wall and they can't run the ball. They were running to get the ball in this game. And to, to still not have that, that trust level there to at least – at least run it on one play. It's just they're this will be one of those ones that they look back on at the, at the end of the year because of the, the way they lost because it's a division game. It was, I mean, they're in first place by themselves if they win this game. Now it's the Ravens in first place by themselves. They're in 0-2 in the division. Um, it, it's not an insurmountable hole to get out of, but but it's tough. I mean, yeah, one game out of first doesn't sound that bad, but starting 0-2 in the division – um, there, it's, it feels like this, this division is going to come down to tiebreakers at the end. And that's the number one tiebreaker division record. Yeah. Uh, they were four and two in the division last year and, and, and housed Pittsburgh and Baltimore mm-hmm. four times. And now they've got two L's one against a God awful Pittsburgh team that you're going to regret at the end of the year. And now one that you feel like you should have had here in a big spot. Um, it's, we end up, you know, the, the, the first half of the season often ends up being something that you just kind of look back on on a few swing games here and there, but you mostly end up talking about everything that happens in the second half of the season. Man, it feels like you're really going to be talking a lot about the start to the season here with this team when you consider everything that has gone down. Um, the defense plays relatively well. They get an interception that really sparks everything. You know, offensively, they're a disaster for a quarter and some change. Mm-hmm. And then finally, the Von Bell interception, and it gives them some life, and they start moving the ball and figured some things out. It's got these slow starts. Yeah. I mean, the slow starts again. It's 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 a it's a clear formula for how they end up losing. But the defense, you know, I, did not deserve a loss in this one, even though they can't get the stop at the end. You know, which is a common theme and whatever's going on there now, but. You know, I, I don't think the defense deserved to, to hold them to just one touchdown and some field goals. It should be more than enough when you consider the weaponry on offense. Yeah, and they caught some breaks too. Um, that that series where Lamar had two overthrows of wide open oh, yeah. receivers, and um, it, it it wasn't. It it looks good, giving up 19 points and as few. I think it was 324 yards. They really kept Lamar bottled up. I think he had 39 until that 19 yard run at the end that really put him in field goal range. Um, it, it it wasn't a great defensive performance, but it's it it was en- It should have been enough to win the game. A nice night for Hayden Hurst, um, who made some really nice plays. And I think he was so animated on that first down play because I think he felt like he was about to get his second touchdown in a a massive one, you know, a second one against his his former team. Uh, He had a great play on the first touchdown. And shout out uh, Kareem Elgazar. The Inquirer had an incredible photo of him scoring a touchdown on that play, which was just great. Um, 
So it, it, the, there's there's all these pauses. Let's just say you felt like you did a lot of things right, but you still have the loss. Try to talk to Tyler Boyd after the game. He was uninterested, which is rare for him. Yeah, very rare. Um, he's usually fine to talk about whatever, and he just said, no, I don't, not tonight, I don't think. Um, so I, I never know. You know, who know, you never know. I don't like to make too much of that type of stuff, but worth noting that, you know, you did have some people uninterested in discussing what happened tonight. And I'm sure he probably didn't want to have to answer for what the hell happened on the, uh, the Philly special. Um, so next week, new Orleans, they try to get back on track. Um, and it is early and there is plenty of time, you know, to get yourself back in the right place, but there's just these concerning signs. Mm -hmm. There's just these concerning signs about this team where, at this time last year, you were just seeing these encouraging signs and you were seeing where you could really feel them finding something, you know, and I hate, you know, T would tell us, I don't want to talk about last year anymore. Right. This year's different. It is different because the signs are not encouraging right now. They're concerning uh, the stuff that you're seeing and, it, you know, they're starting to put it together, but then you finally get the run game together and you're not able to capitalize and score more than 17 points against a defense that let's be honest, had had, had been terrible at times. Mm-hmm. It's the worst pass defense in the league. Uh, and they buckled up. They put, this is a tough spot. This game went exactly how we kind of talked about that. It might that they fall behind because all the pissed off energy that Baltimore was going to have about mm-hmm. last week, about last year, about Stephen A. Smith yelling about him <laughs> and about this stadium being all pumped up on a night game where they all they do is win uh, in prime time. You know, you you had all Nelly was here and you had all this stuff. They were going to come out hyped and they did and they went up and the Bengals found a way to come back. Um, but you, you end up not being able to make the play and Tucker kicks the field goal. I mean – I had Tucker from 55 at the gun. It was only 43, so I apologize for being a little off on that one. He he, he probably would have made it from 55 if that's all the farther they He got. made from 58 and uh, gave the uh, you're not entertained look, and uh, that was uh, pretty impressive for him. We, we, we could be talking about Evan McPherson's nearly missed PAT uh, yeah. because that thing went over top of the goalpost. We need to make the goalpost higher. How how high do they need to go? Uh, is what I want to know. So I, we, I, we could be talking about that, or a, you know, what could have been another missed PAT, but instead Tucker wins the uh, ends up winning the battle of kickers, and the Ravens take sole possession of first place by a game on a day where the rest of the division all lost. Um, we'll be back with more this week on Tuesday. Uh, Burrow and Chase go back to New Orleans next week. Uh, So we'll have obviously lots of coverage and podcasts and all the things you expect from us. So you from that, but it's late, Jay. It is early. It's well, you're right. It's early. Um, And so we're going to try to uh, get some sleep and get ourselves back to uh, Cincinnati here before too long. But uh, from the press box here at M&T Bank Stadium on a night where the Ravens beat the Bengals 19 to 17, we're signing off. We'll talk to you later. Have a good one, everybody.